You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. All right, welcome back to the podcast. You've just got me here today because we've got some weird kind of with the Memorial Day weekend and the start to summer, we've got some kind of weird schedules going on here, but I didn't want to go another week without giving you some more information because it is a busy time right now. We have plenty of crises du jour to worry about. The the one you are hearing about the most often is the debt ceiling, and that's something that we addressed in our last podcast episode. But today we're going to try and make sense of what's going on here, where we're looking at some of the stock market patterns from the past and glean a little bit of information from it. So we're actually going to get started today by reflecting on the last 100 days of trading in the market. And I want you to think like this. Imagine you're making a quilt for the last 100 days, and each stitch that you put into the quilt adds up to this beautiful kind of tapestry in front of you. And in the same way, every day the stock market's trading, it's adding or subtracting value to your investments or this quilt that you're creating. Now, through the 100th day of trading this year, which actually fell yesterday, May 25th, the S&P 500 index, which is is probably the broadest, one of the broadest measures of the U.S. stock market, has gained a steady 8.1%. So that's like having that quilt that we talked about growing by a little bit more than 8% in size. It's 8% cozier, more colorful than it was than when you began the year. Now, this gives us a chance to reflect on how the year's going and what this strong start might actually mean for the rest of 2023. So let's begin by taking a little stroll down memory lane. And looking back at historical data that we have since 1950, we've noticed an intriguing pattern. In the years when the S&P 500 was up by at least 7% in the first 100 trading days, much like our quilt this year grew, the average gain over the rest of the year has been a substantial 9.4%. Now, this is where I cut in and say this isn't a sure thing, but it's like saying that if your quilt started out strong, it's going to usually end up even bigger and cozier by the end of the year. Now, even more compelling is the consistency of these strong finishes. In 23 out of 26 years that had a robust start like this year, the S&P 500 continued to grow, adding more vibrant, colorful patches to our quilt. The only major downfall after a strong start that happened was in 1987, which was when, because of a major stock market crash known as Black Monday, uh, disrupted the the historical pattern here. But other than that, the only other decreases were very small, just four-tenths of a percent in 1975 and 1983, in which our quilt, in this analogy here, dropped a couple of stitches, but it wasn't enough to ruin the whole quilt. That's pretty good. If we're looking at 23 out of 26 years, and of the three years that didn't conform, two of them were only down less than a percent in the remainder, that is a that is a that is not only a good sample size, but a pretty robust result. Now, 
we often say the future is never set in stone. There's no such thing as guarantees when it comes to finance. And of course, that's always true. But you look at this pattern over the last seven decades, and it does give us some hope for, for a positive outlook here. Now, considering all this, we believe that there's a good chance that our financial quilt might continue to grow through the rest of this year. And although it, it may not increase by another 9.4%, which was the average, I think given the potential for economic slowdown or even a recession here this year, some caution is warranted. But we've crunched the numbers, and our year-end forecast for the S&P 500, based on earnings expectations and valuations, suggests a fair value range of 4,300 to 4,400. And that equates to about a 5% increase from where we are now, somewhat similar to the size of our quilt, getting about 5% bigger. I'm just going to beat this analogy to death, and we're going to weave some other factors into our fabric here. If we manage to avoid a significant economic downturn for the rest of the year, and if inflation, which has been pesky, starts to decrease, this could contribute to actually a pretty strong second half of the year for stocks. And in that scenario, the S&P 500 earnings may not have a significant downside from the current estimates. We're at $220 per share for 2023. And having the Federal Reserve not changing interest rates, that would help also. And plus, the if we resolve the ongoing de- issue around the national debt limit, that'd be another patch sewn securely into our quilt, if you will. So there's always a bit of uncertainty here. And as we often discuss on this podcast, the historical patterns and current factors seem to suggest a positive outlook for stocks the rest of 2023. Just remember, as quilting needs time, patience and consistency is really the key ingredients to growing our investments. I, there is uncertainty, that is to be sure. But as it's often, uh, stocks are often climbing a wall of worry, and that's certainly a possibility here for the second half. We're remaining optimistic in this episode. If we're looking at elements here that could derail us, it could be that pesky inflation I mentioned earlier, because that pesky inflation and interest rates remaining high for an extended period of time and an economic downturn combined with that could disrupt some of this. I still don't think we're going to land and add to the those three years of negative returns following a robust start like we've had this year, but it remains to be seen how many times we're going to do two steps forward and one step back as we finish out this year, because I imagine it's going to be more than a couple of times. So we're going to leave it there. This is a short one today, but I do appreciate you listening. Ryan will be back for our next episode. And from there, we will we'll do our two charts and frequently asked questions. If you haven't subscribed, if you've gotten this far and you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I would suggest you do so. You can also find us under Ford Financial Group on YouTube for the video versions of some of our podcasts and webinars. And if you have questions for frequently asked questions that we uh, try and answer from time to time, you can email those to info at FordFG.com. Thanks again for listening. My name is Brian Ullman, and I'll talk to you in the next one. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Perennial Investment Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Ford Financial Group and Perennial Investment Advisors are separate entities from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. 
No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group, Perennial Investment Advisors, and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.